listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Coming to you live from Huntsville, Alabama. Actually spending some time with the with the fam this week. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. I am your host, James Lewis III. Always a pleasure to be broadcasting coast to coast on our radio affiliates around the country and, and of course, on, on Lance J Plus. Talking a little healthcare today, I'm actually going to go to, to one of my favorite websites to discuss healthcare, and that's fiercehealthcare.com. They have a lot of fantastic articles. A pandemic program that distributed funds for uninsured patients. COVID-19 testing and treatment made nearly $784 million in improper payments to healthcare providers. Money the government should begin recouping from the industry, a federal watchdog reported. The Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, Office of Inspector General OIG both reviewed a subset of the almost $4.2 billion paid out by HHS's Health Resource and Service Administration, HRSA. A lot of acronyms there. That really gets on people's nerves. I'm talking about talking about healthcare. You get into the acronyms. That's difficult. That's difficult for me. I've been in this business a long time. That's really, really difficult for for people just listening that that are that are kind of uh willing participants in, in understanding the, the way that the healthcare system works and, and how it can impact them at the federal government level. So I'm going to get rid of the acronyms. Basically, it says in 2020, there's testing and treatment for 19.2 million patients. So you had over 19 million patients that, that were tested and treated through a COVID-19 program. It's a federal government program. So from the subset that that the inspector general used, they estimated that nearly a fifth of the money that was paid out for about four million patients was improper due to the fact that the patients either already had insurance coverage. They were receiving services that were not related to COVID-19 or they didn't get the services at all. Now that if you really want to get if you want if you want OIG crawling up your backside, that's a that's a good way to get the feds on you. It's one thing they really, really don't like. I've seen this in my career. They really don't like when you don't get the service. It's bad enough. They set up an insurance fund for people to get tested and treated for COVID. Somebody came in there and they were treated for diabetes or something else. But the worst thing you could do with the federal government is to say that there was treatment and the person no showed. I think I think that um, Clinton Porter's. I think Clinton Porter's in jail for that right now. Like he was part of a scam, where people were were supposedly getting treated for for various uh, ailments and 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 sports related injuries or something like that, and and it was complete fraud, and it was Medicare Medicaid money. That that's that's no bueno. You don't want to be a part of that. We understand that. HRSA's operational objective was to rapidly disperse funds for COVID-19 testing and treatment to ensure uninsured individuals were receiving vital health care services and to prevent the spread 
of COVID-19. This is what the inspector general wrote in their audit report, which you can see on, on Fierce Healthcare if you want to download it. OIG sampled 300 patients for whom the office reviewed medical documentation, billing documentation, and any associated Medicare, Medicaid, insurance coverage information. Among these, the auditor spotted close to $300,000 in payments for 58 patients that were improper. Now that's what, that's what, that's what OIG and, and the federal government, that's what they do. They will sample. So if they're, if they think that there's an issue at a provider or there's an issue at a payer, um, for those that aren't healthcare executives that are, that are listening, that's, that's really how the federal government, they will, they will audit a very small cohort, a small subset, and they will extrapolate the finances through the entirety of, of the health plan. So if they come in and, and they pull 300 medical records and they feel like you have a 20% or a 17% error rate, they, can, they, they reserve the right to extrapolate that throughout the entirety of your patient population, which, which the, the numbers really can, can blow up and be astronomical. If HRSA determines a provider submitted claims for insured individuals or services that were not medically necessary in accordance with authorizing statute and COVID-19 uninsured program terms and conditions, the agency will take remedial action, including seeking repayment. HRSA wrote in its, its response to the letter to the audit. So I talked, I talked a couple of weeks ago, I talked about some of the COVID money that, that was for PPP. So this wasn't for healthcare. This was, this was for PPP. And people were getting these PPP loans and it comes to find out that they were lying about how many individuals, like I said, well, you know, I own Paragon 7 Studios. We have 88 employees. Paragon, and I'm getting all of this PPP seven, money. Seven, and studios. I took it and I went out and I bought a Lamborghini and, and I bought a, a house in, in Martha's Vineyard. Like people were actually doing that. The government was just was just throwing money down the tubes. Well, this is different when it gets into healthcare. Money that comes from the federal government needs to be accounted for. And, and that's that's what I do in my consulting practice is. And that's what that's the whole concept. If, if you're new to the show and, and you've heard terms like risk adjustment. Or, or Medicare quality or things like that on the show. That's what we're talking about. When I have David Meyer, when I have people like that on the show, when I have Isaac Palmer, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about money that comes from the federal government that's supposed to be used to take care of you, the consumer, to make sure that you're healthy, that your diabetes is managed, that you have a smoking cessation opportunity. If you need to lose some weight, we can, as a part of your health package, can, can get you a gym membership, all of that stuff. And as stewards of health plans, or, or me, a former steward, or a former executive in health plan, we do our best to put the best protocols in place so that you can live better, longer, and have the highest quality of life. With this, it was a COVID program. So COVID being something that crept up on us, we didn't really have necessarily all of the, the checks and balances in place. You have to come up with a large amount of money in a short period of time. So the, the Trump and Biden administrations worked. They they both worked on this from from the timing of COVID. Both of them worked on 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 this particular issue, and they had to come up with billions of dollars so that people that were uninsured can have access to COVID testing and treatment. And then it comes to find out that providers. So the people the people mismanaging the money are not just crooks that are stealing PPP money, but you have providers 
And I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm glad that I'm not at a plan right now. Because I know what those relationships are like with the providers. I know what it's like to sit in those meetings. And if it's it's one thing, see, if you're a health plan and the federal government comes after you because you're getting you're getting money because you're overstating, you're working the the risk adjustment model to get overpayments from from the federal government. If you're a a large conglomerate, you might be able to take that hit. If they come back and say you owe us $100 million, you might be able to take that hit, especially if you're one of the big boys. If you're Aetna, CVS, United, you can take that hit. Most provider groups, from my experience, a lot of provider groups, they don't, they don't have more than six to eight months of cash flow, if that, to manage their practice. If, if you start going in and digging into provider groups and their practices and people are improperly working the system, there's going to be hell to pay Lance J show live from the Paragon 7 studios you are listening to the Lance J radio network Paragon 7 studios the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. This man was on the track with LL, with LL and, and, and Big Smiles. That's, that's a legacy. That's hip-hop history right there. I should change it to the Rampage show. James Lewis. I'm not going to do that, though. You crazy. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. DJ Connect is the global network leader for artists, musicians, disc jockeys, and record executives. Get your record played anywhere in the world. Copenhagen, Los Angeles, the French Riviera, or South Beach. To learn more, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to pre-order the application today on Apple's platforms. It's electric made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need with intelligence that feels anything but artificial. The EQS from Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. Look, man, all I'm saying, if I'm gonna take your package, split need be fair. I mean, I gotta pay all my people the same and then you open the price on me. Pay your people less. They my people though. You shirt yourself. Split a 60-40. You want better? You need to tool up. Don't wait for Chris, Snoop, and the rest of my people to compare call on your people. You are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network.